Do you feel like you're just managing day to day? Imagine a life where you understand your purpose, you're actively pursuing your goals, you're impacting the people around you through your leadership, and you have systems in place for maximum efficiency. Well, let me introduce you to Coach Sheba. She is a leadership development coach who works with professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders, men and women, like you, who are ready to stop managing day-to-day and start leading within the circles of influence they can impact. Clients working with her team learn the value of the process that leads to growth and development within themselves and how that impacts the way they relate to their purpose, others, and time. When your mindset shifts and your behavior changes, this equates to a change that is sustainable. These changes professionally and personally will result in a changed life. Get in touch with Sheba today at www.coachsheba.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-H-E-E-B-A.com. Or she can be reached at 650-741-6545. Please support our sponsors the way they support our podcast and tell them you heard about it at Across the Intersection. Uh. Some of people's one time. And we're back. All right. So in lieu of my favorite segment of the podcast this week in the news, we're, we're going to, you know, I know we didn't do it last week either, so, but I think this one is kind of related, so I'm going to just go ahead and throw it under this week in the news. Um, and, you know, for those of you listening, we go, we're, we're going to get a little narrow and esoteric right now, um, and we're going to talk about Christian music. Um, and, and the Christian music uh, industry, the yeah. word, the, the last word of which Christian a lot of people do not music. like right. to use. It's like that, that. 800 pound elephant in the room that we act like it's not there so um there's been a lot of stuff going on this week a lot of things have come out this week um and i'm gonna just go ahead and just throw them all out there let's just spitball them out there and let's just go ahead and bounce them around so um this week so what what's come out this week um the singer tasha cobbs right Break Every Chain, which I thought was a pretty cool song, right? Break Every Chain. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Break Every Chain. <laughs> um, so her album is coming out, and it was um, discovered this week, I guess, by public. I mean, I guess it's not news to the people involved that Nicki Minaj is going to be on her album. Um, Nicki had reached out to her and was like, girl, let me drop a hot 16 on your new project. I'm trying to be down, blah, blah, blah. And you know, Tasha was like, "All right, so 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 be it." That's 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 Tasha and Nikki's business. It's not mine, but it's public, so we're going to talk. We're going to talk about it. Once you make it public, you leave it open for me to talk about it. <laughs> um, Snoop Dogg, no, Uncle Snoop. Oh, you're yeah. going to lay them all out. First? Yeah, I'm just going to lay them all out there. Let's just go ahead and put them all <laughs> yeah. out there. Uncle Snoop, Snoop as he like Lion or Snoop yeah, Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg, aka Snoop Lion, aka Uncle Snoop. He's coming out with a gospel project and he posted a video on Instagram this week um, where apparently he's in the studio with Fred Hammond. And so Fred is working with Snoop on his quote unquote, I'm going to call this a lower G gospel album. This lowercase G is not capital G. He's going to be on a different high. (laughs) 
Right. Which is funny, yeah. Speaking of being on a high, because I think Snoop was smoking in the video that he posted. So, <laughs> because I swear there was smoke all in the video. So, mm. if you go to Instagram, look up Uncle Snoop or whatever. But it's natural, right? It's 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 from the earth. Um, and then all of the shenanigans that have been going on this week in Christian hip hop. Um, and I purposely use the That's word. That's a good way to catch it all, yeah, shenanigans. Because it's been shenanigans. <laughs> Um, it it started with the artist Shylin, um putting out. A, a, he did an interview with DJ Wado, um, and he he's ha- he got a new project out called Still Jesus. But he's really he had released a few songs, um, Ichabod, Random Thoughts Three, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, um, talking about a bunch of different things as how, as how he perceived um, what Christian rap was doing. So then another Christian artist named Ruslan out from the West Coast. Um, made a response track to the first track. So Random Thoughts 3 was a track that Shylin released and then Ruslan released Random Thoughts 4. Yeah, he snatched the whole thing. Shy had been on Random Thoughts and then a new, um, another Random Thoughts and then he got to Random Thoughts 3. Now Ruslan's going to snatch <laughs> that whole that whole bit by naming his song Random Thoughts 4. <laughs> which, so which, okay, that's fine. I'll and consider he, it you know, complimentary. Right. <laughs> You want to, you know, what, what did Tupac say? You copy my style. He's trying to hijack random Five thoughts. shots couldn't drop me. I took it and smiled. All right. So then Ruslan releases that. And then this other, I told y'all we're getting narrow and esoteric. So if you don't know any of these people, I understand. So then uh, these other artists, Hazakim, there are some other Christian rappers. They then release a, like, a song dissing Ruslan. Wait, so we. What? So they came out with something. Yeah. Oh yeah, they oh, came out yes. with something dissing oh, Ruslan, yes. and then this uh, other cat named MC Goya releases a song. Di- so it's like so when I use, like I said, I I, I use the the word shenanigans pur- purposefully, um, <laughs> because it's just been it's it 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 is a uh, it is just a, a word a, that, a that, that yeah, it's just like a never ending. Uh, cycle of pettiness to be honest it just looks petty um and childish uh when i'm i'm i disagree with whatever you're doing whatever it is you know i disagree that you put your peanut butter on first then your jelly whatever and i'm gonna release a track completely outlining the reasons i disagree with the way you put on peanut butter and jelly in the in the name of you know having concerns or whatever well, I just wanted to say that even though I disagree with um, with the artist who followed Shy's Random Thoughts 3, and um, I have mixed feelings about Hazakim's response to his, uh, sonically and in terms of their hip-hop delivery, both were on point. I yeah, just wanted they, to say all that the songs both were good. on yeah. point. I really, the, the, the dude, I mean, both of them, and I'm a Hazakim fan, but but yeah, I liked it from just from a from an artistic standpoint. So, so let's. There, there are two different things to discuss. The, the first thing, and this is not the first time it's happened. What are, what are you guys' thoughts on when Christian artists go out and specifically work with non-Christian? It's not the first time it's happened because it's happened before. You know, we were talking about earlier, and I know Yolanda Adams and some other ones. Lecrae's doing it now. What are, what are just your thoughts in general when a Christian artist? Is like you know I think BB and CC Winans was doing it back in the eighties, so it's this is not new. 
But just when a Christian artist is like, I'm going to work with this non-Christian artist. And Al Green artist. going on one side of the fence, going on the other, coming right. back. You know, this, this isn't new, as you said. So what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Let's, let's start with the Tasha Cobbs, Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg, Fred Hammond sort of different, you know, issue. I think that's a, a, a specific issue. Can you, quote unquote, do real gospel music with someone who, by their fruit, cannot be a professed believer? Is that even possible? Well, so first you're talking about, you're talking about, is this a business decision or are you doing the art of putting, excuse me, putting out music for the intents of spreading the gospel? So that's the first decision. And is your expected results to increase sales? So you want to know the motive. You're saying that, Mm -hmm. but are you saying that it's right or wrong based upon the motive? Or do you have an ideological view about whether it's right or wrong for you, for example, if you were a gospel Mm -hmm. artist or considered yourself a gospel artist uh, to have someone whose art previously had reflected uh, principles Mm. other than what's biblical Right. Um, you know, so my question is, okay. does the motive determine that? So then let's let's put some framework to it. I'm not an artist. I have no no backing and understanding of this. So if I'm signed to a specific label and they want me to do that or it's the thrust of the label to to make sales, then my the decision making is essentially out of my hands and I would have to go for what the label is intending to do and make sales. Yeah. Okay, so you don't want to make a judgment call uh, on, on the judgment Christian call artist, correct? Okay. On the right. artist, because you're saying that they are under a particular uh, contract, yes, and an they have to mm-hmm. submit to to the to the to the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what in what under what conditions would it be wrong for an artist who says that they're a gospel artist or who the majority of their content mm-hmm. has been uh, from a Christian worldview? to bring on someone whose majority content has been from the okay. opposite worldview. So I think it's a different, so the the Christian artist, like a, like a Tasha Cobbs, mm-hmm. if she's being told by her label to bring in Nicki Minaj, then that, I can understand your point. Because okay. I know um, Show Baraka had that issue when he put his album out last year. His distributor specifically asked him were you going to do a song with Lecrae? Because you know Lecrae's pretty... And he was saying, you know, when he was doing his publicity tour for the album, he said, man, it, I didn't realize how popular Lecrae was until <laughs> I'm in a meeting with a distributor and they're like, yeah, so is Lecrae going to be on your project? Mm-hmm. Because they knew he and Lecrae had history. Yeah. So from that perspective, I can understand. So then on the other side, though, what if a secular artist like a Snoop Dogg is doing a project and they reach out to you? Like, okay. yo, Fred, come do this hook or... You know, come <laughs> come lay down a hot sixteen, Fred. I don't know what your know, Fred's gonna sing or whatever. How do singers do it? Just a hot, just hot verse or whatever. I don't know. Well, um, <clears throat> my submission into the conversation is that I think that I think that uh, us as the onlookers tend to be a little bit um, overcritical and uh, overthinking mm, okay. uh, the the what's happening. Um, because like on their side, and you know, I'm I'm not a musician, uh, but I do understand what artists go through, 
because uh, I, I myself have a background in the arts, uh, among other things, but I get it and I understand what's going on. And so you have people who have a, a they're, they're career artists. So it's, 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 it's what they do, it's how right. they live, it's how they view the world. Um, it's their vocation, uh, it's how they communicate. And so if somebody like, to take your example, um, Nicki Minaj and Tasha Cobbs, who, um, if Nicki Minaj reached out to Tasha Cobbs and said, you know, I'd be interested in working with you, I think that Tasha Cobbs is up to her discretion as to whether or not she would do that by weighing what the outcome would be. Now, is the outcome with that? I mean, Tasha. I don't know Tasha Cobbs, right? I have no. I, don't, I, I have no idea. But I do know for you know Fred Hammond and and Snoop, and um, the idea might be to build a relationship with them. And the way in which you don't build a relationship, a lot of times, is by coming off as if you're standing on a pedestal. And um, I think that they probably deal with that a lot. I'm talking about these gospel artists that people look at them within the industry. Other artists look at them and they turn their nose up because they feel like they're being condemned. A lot the, of inter- times. But the interpretation that you just brought up is interesting. So you're saying that the person who um, has who, who's not gospel, if they come in and they say, you know, I'd love to work with you, and the person says, you know, we just have such different content. You know, why don't we? talk offline and, and build something offline. You're, it seems like you're saying that that newcomer would say that that, that that's a snub. Newcomer? I'm, I'm not newcomer, but the, the person who, who approached the gospel artist, I should say, um, would consider it a snub if they were not accepted as someone to partner with. Um, and I don't know if that would even be on their part a correct assumption you know, on I think whose part of on, okay. So let me let me just get let me back up. I apologize. So again, uh, the person who is a quote unquote secular artist who approaches the gospel artist and says, "Yeah, I like your work. Let's work together." It sounds like you were saying that if the gospel artist says no because we have such different content, then that would be considered a snub to the secular artist. And my question, I would question that assumption. You know, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't it be clear that, well, there's a difference in content here, you know, let's build as opposed to uh, the only way that I'm accepting, uh, that, that I would um, like to accept what you're talking about is to work with you. You don't have to, there are all kinds of relationships that exist. Why would somebody be offended because their music is so different and the other person recognizes well, that? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I think that the way in which that you articulate it is a fair way to articulate it. I don't know what's going through Fred Hammond's head. Maybe he didn't think that. Maybe him and Snoop have previous interactions. interactions. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Snoop has been expressing a certain whatever. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I like the way in which that you worded it, and I think that as far as artists, that makes a lot of sense. And who knows how many times that goes on. Clearly, that's no metric that we can yeah. we can... We can count because it doesn't show itself. It doesn't reveal itself, right? Because the metric is they don't work together. So um, <clears throat> the only thing you can track is when they do because you can see that. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, if you this, this, this whole thing happened a year and a half ago with the life of Pablo, 
with Kirk Franklin on Ultra Light Beam. And then him posting a photo, or not even, I don't know if he posted it or somebody posted a photo of him and Kanye backstage or something like that. And then it turned into this whole Captain America Civil War thing, which <laughs> side are you on? Yeah. And then it's like Kirk Franklin had to respond like, calm down. The man, the man just asked for my presence. He's my friend. I showed up. So yeah. I took a photo. Yeah. He wanted me to sing like on this track or whatever it was. He's my friend. I supported him. I did it. Yeah. And so like, but I, I didn't compromise my morals or anything like yeah. that. On the it's, other hand, I can I can kind of understand the question and that's why I went back to mm-hmm. asking Ragu about mm-hmm. about uh, motives because um if if a person's chief reason for doing gospel music or gospel rap or whatever form of Christian music they want to do if their chief reason is to get a message forth and they've been consistent with that message uh and then so they have to be careful with their brand because if they uh, if they collaborate with someone who has the opposite message yeah on the one hand they might be able to get more people who happen to be fans of that other person um to align or to hear more of, of the initial person's music uh, for whatever that gospel message happens to be. But on the other hand, some people might be confused. So, you know, the gospel artist is, the gospel artist has a certain message that they're putting out, and then all of a sudden they're with someone who, you know, is very promiscuous uh, publicly or, or what, uh, work, dresses immodestly or whatever the problem is. Who's confused? The, the, I'm talking about the, the consumer. And so I think that some gospel so artists. Kind of consumer? What, what I think the concern is that, that some gospel artists have is they have a particular uh, a message that they're trying to, to put out in, through their art and in their music. And there are consumers or fans of, of them who are consistently able to enjoy whatever that message is. And if they go and work with someone who has a different message, then the fans might be confused about what to think. Um, concerning whatever ideological thing the the initial artist is putting out, because now they see the, per- the the person that they've been listening to all this time aligned with someone who has a different set of principles. Okay, so with that, the artists who feel that way don't do it, and the artists who don't feel that way either do or don't. But what is your view? Because I think that's what AJ was trying to put out. My- what do you personally think a gospel artist should do? Um, when it comes to collaborating with others. I, I'm not going to answer that because I'm not the gospel artist. I okay. can't tell what the gospel artist can do or not do because like I was trying to it, reiterate mm-hmm. that there's two sides to it. There's the there's the, the onlooker side where we see it and then we make our snap judgments. Um, and then there is the side that they have to live every day. Do they have a responsibility to their audience? Well, I, let, me, I, let me play I, the I, advocate. I, on this one. Okay. Only when, you know, by advocate, I mean the devil's so, advocate, right? <laughs> As a Christian, can I be the devil's advocate? advocate? So, I, this is the thing. Go ahead. Responsibility to your audience, uh, yes. Uh, um, enslaved to your audience, uh, no. Okay. Mm, okay. And um, that's exactly what Corey Red talked about. In the last mixtape, he dropped about 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we love and, you, Corey Red. And, and that's exactly, that's exactly. Shout out to Red. That's, that's exactly the issue that, that he talked about okay. uh, on, that, on that album. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't, I, responsibility, you have responsibility to the, your audience, sure, definitely. But, um, you know, ultimately, I don't think that, 
I, I think that you know you also you, you there there are other factors at work that might cause certain decisions to be made. I know yeah. that to be true. Yeah. As um, understanding the art business, so. Well, yeah. I, I just well, have to I just have to make this statement because mm-hmm. I have um, personal personal ideological beliefs on both sides, mm-hmm. and so depending on who I'm talking to and what we're talking about, I'll ask those questions. But when it comes to responsibility to an audience, um, I actually can see both sides. On the one hand, if your goal is to be a minister, if you're trying to expose people to to Christ and salvation and God's law or whatever it is that you're trying to nine dollars and ninety nine cent. Well if you're if whatever it is that you're trying to do, if that's what you're trying to do and you consider yourself a minister who happens to use art as a platform, then yes, I could see you saying, Well, there are people who are actually following me and and, and allowing me to to be influenced in their lives and their ideology in this way. And those people I could see would not collaborate with just anybody, especially someone who um, has a certain persona publicly. Um, but on the other hand, there are there's the idea that if you're an artist, why would people be coming to you for, uh, for, for what they should be getting from their spiritual leaders? You're an artist, you know, so show forth your art from whatever your uh, viewpoint is. Go through the different changes in life that you go through. At some point, you might believe one thing, you might modify it. As an artist, you should be able to have those different uh, seasons of your journey. Um, and if a if an audience member or or fan wants spiritual guidance, they should go to their pastor or their priest. So um, I can understand different perspectives on that. But I just uh, my point is is that there is a reason for for the controversy. Yeah, I you know I have a very cynical view on most of uh, Christian industry in general. Okay, devil's advocate. Yeah, so you know I don't know if y'all gonna want to hear what I have to say here on this one. Um, I think I think for starters, you know the the notion that any Christian artist is solely like yo, I just this is all about just reaching the lost and you know it's not solely about that you know that's just what i believe i don't think and as as someone who's been an artist there's no way you can convince me otherwise um now i think in in terms of judging people's motives i, I think avery has a point we we can't because i don't know you know if there's no way you can know every single artist personally right we're only one person so you may know a few artists i know a few artists i don't know all artists so you can't judge everyone's motives but what you can judge you know when you read the bible the the bible talks about judging a lot and and a lot of people miss you know misread what the bible says about judgment the bible says that we should not judge people that's what the one in the gospels talks about in matthew by the same measure you'll be judged so don't judge people but corinthians does instruct us that we can judge any and every situation it says that the Bible, the Bible says that the, the spiritual man can judge all things, and by no thing is he judged. Again, because the individual, you cannot judge the individual, but you can judge the situation. And so, when you look at the situation, when you look at the circumstances, the circumstances are these particular individuals are in an industry that any industry, the nature of the industry is to keep itself going. If they don't sell records, the industry goes under. That is the bottom line. All you know, unless it's an independent label, all of these 
big Christian labels are owned by secular labels. Absolutely. Wong, you know? Wong, so Wong. it is secular people inviting Christians in to do good religious stuff. Let's just go ahead and put all this out there. So all the big Christian labels, they have parent companies, right? Those parent companies have a bottom line. So we have to understand that and we have to, and, and it can be difficult but you have to take ideology out of it only because at the end of the day, if the parent company wants to drop the hammer, they will drop the hammer. So that's why I think Ragu's point in the beginning was valid because it's like, if I'm a Christian artist on a big label, if I'm a Tasha Cobbs, and I don't know if she was forced, right? But it doesn't shock me if she was. It wouldn't shock me if a big Christian label says, look, you need to go ahead and get Nicki Minaj on this album. We we read the tweet because Nicki actually tweeted at this Tasha. This was months before. Yeah. All this she said, hey, out. I heard you're working on an album. I would love to come on. Now, if a record executive sees Tasha Cobb's Twitter timeline and then reaches out to her and says, hey, you need to get Nicki Minaj on your album, that doesn't surprise me because those guys have a bottom line. Now, you can talk all that Jesus talk, but at the end of the day, if music puts food on your table, you have one of two things you can do. You can forfeit your career or you can put Nicki Minaj on your album. And again, knowing the industry, do not get it twisted. They will torpedo your career. Artists who haven't inclined to the industry, their careers have been torpedoed. You can read about how artists' albums don't get promoted right because yeah. they didn't fall in line with the label. Yeah. Lisa Left Eye Lopez is a prime example. When she wanted to go solo from TLC, there were some things the label wanted her to do that she didn't want to do. So her solo album, they didn't even promote it in the States. They promoted it overseas. Exactly. That's what these labels do. So again, we, we, we have to understand that. Now, I want to shift even you know more to the contrarian side. Right, I'm, I, like I said, wait a I'm, second. That I'm, what, that that wasn't the contrary. No, that was just the the, the, the tip of the iceberg. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so we 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 have to start there. Now let's go a, a little further because as we transition from Tasha Cobbs and Fred Hammond and Snoop and all these folks into the what's going on with with Christian rap right now, and uh, you know, for a, a lot of you guys who know, we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, they're just coming out Fun rapid fire. Flex bombs. You know. <laughs> Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> we about to turn it to police um, Is um, a lot of you know a lot of people have had their gripes or whatever about the direction that these cats have reached records have taken over the last couple of years, and those gripes have been clearly stated for the last you know five years. Let's just call it five years, yeah. right? So if I'm again, I don't know these guys, these cats personally. I can't judge them individually, but I can judge a situation. I can judge the circumstances. And so if I look at the circumstances, I look at the situation, I say, okay, these guys have clearly decided they have no, you know, they have no more passion to do quote unquote real Christian music. They, they want to just do music and just kind of just be themselves, which is again, that's perfectly fine. Um, and they have their, the, they have the, Ability they have is their prerogative if they want to completely change what they do. People do it all the time. You know, you could start out, you know, Jamie Foxx started out as a comedian and at some point he wanted to do serious acting. And so he did, right? Now we can't say, what happened to the Jamie Foxx from In Living Color? That's the Jamie Foxx I like. He was funny. This guy who wants to do serious, 
you know, uh, become a, a a serious thespian, a serious actor and singer. And singer, he did do it. Yeah, he did do some music, right? I don't like this cat. I want the old Jamie Foxx. I want Wanda. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that's who I want back. Well, guess what? Jamie Foxx has the ability to say, you know what? I don't want to do that no more. I'm doing he, something in else. In fact, that's exactly what he said. He said Wanda's dead. There you go. Yeah. So for these cats that reach records to that. say, you know what? Wanda's dead. That all that stuff that we was doing before, we, I'm done with that. I'm doing some. And if you follow what they do, right, they have clearly shown they've gone in, in a different way. So what do I do as an individual, as another artist? Do I say, hey, I don't like the way you're going. And you could talk to them. For the people who've known them personally, I know there have been a bunch of conversations. But at the end of the conversation, if you realize, okay, we've had the conversation and they've decided to go a different way. My job as another person is to leave it alone. Yeah, well, exactly, and that's exactly mm-hmm. not jo- not Shy's perspective of his job. And I think that there might be a difference in perspective about what all of this is. So let's look at the umbrella, the umbrella from Shy's perspective, based on what he said, because I haven't talked to him about this specific assumption personally, but he seems to see the body of Christ as a unit. He seems to see Christian hip hop, or at least Christians who do hip hop, or Christians in general as a family, as a group of people. This is not just, oh, you do you and I do me. Let's reason together from the scriptures and look at the way that we should be living this life as representatives of Christ in this particular time to the world. Because if you're a Christian, and I think that that Shai would agree with this, you are here um, to know Christ and make him known. That is your chief reason above putting food on the table and above what you do when you wake up in the morning to when you go to sleep at night. So from that stance, and I think that stance is different than what you're talking about, there is an assumption that we are a body of Christ and therefore that's why for the past six years or so or so uh, of their relationship, Shy and, and Lecrae and, and Trip and some of the other people from Reach have been corresponding about some of these changes. Because the idea is, if we are Christians, what is it that we're trying to put out to the world? This isn't just, oh, you do you and I do me and whoever the consumers like, they'll support. And if they stop liking you, then they will draw back. No, it's we're brothers in Christ. Okay, so as brothers in Christ, what should we be doing with this talent that we've been given? And so from there, those conversations have been happening offline and now we're at the stage where Christ, uh, where uh, where shy rather wants to discuss it publicly and he's not discussing a private conversation publicly he's discussing what has been put out publicly by reach publicly through his album and through some of the things that he's been saying publicly so um it's it's important to see that that we're talking about someone coming from a perspective and the perspective is we are either a movement or a body of christ or we are people who follow the way and how do we represent ourselves to the world i think from that stance it makes perfect sense that shy would have the um, reaction that he has and that's why i think that ruslan and, and other people's response was inappropriate and out of context um and then you know hazakim's response uh they had since made up uh you know but but you know everything that's happened afterward, I think, has been inconsistent with what Shy was putting out. I mean, I think all of it, honestly, I think all of it was 
out of context. Not just the Rus- I think I think the Ruslan joint, the Hazel King joint was wild, and even the other cat, that dude MC Gore, all that was crazy. Um, but honestly, I think the initial premise was also just as out of context because we have to go back to what does it mean to know Christ and make Him known. But why? But why do you think uh, it's it wasn't good for this? to have become a public discussion. And the reason I asked that question is because otherwise all the consumers know, or all the, the other people in the body of Christ who are trying to make decisions about what this walk means are looking at the output. They're looking at what different people put out and they're trying to decide, they're trying to compare that with what scripture says about the way we should be living. So why what, why would it have not made sense for shy to also make this discussion public? Because for one, the the way in which, like I said, the way in which we believe knowing Christ and make him known, right? That whole premise, okay. what does that look like? See, okay. we, we live in this evangelical Christian American society, which where we, where we think knowing Christ and making him known means standing up atop, you know, the, the street corner with the bullhorn. That is not always the cultural context in which knowing Christ and making him known is, you know, lived out and relayed. That is, do you think people in China who have to drive around on a school bus to have church, I know that because I know people who've been there, do you think they can just put out an album talking about Jesus? Jesus? No, they would have their heads cut off. So we have to re-examine what we think and I think we're we're overlaying our cultural ideology on top of scripture. That's okay. why I say I I lump Shy's thing in with all of it. I don't mm-hmm. think he's exempt because knowing Christ and making him known is not always putting out an album called Still Jesus. That could be part of it, but that is not always the the, the way. I'm just using this as an example. I'm yeah. not saying that. So we have to we can't say oh Ruslan is tripping or Hazakim is tripping. Or or Lecrae and them are tripping. But shy is cool. But shy is cool. No, 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 no. All that goes in the same bucket. So you're so when a person wants to make a particular discussion public, that's tripping just as much as everybody who came after that person. What does making a conversation public look like? See what and, I'm saying? And, and in this particular case. Because even right case, now, if so. it was just the four of us without the podcast and we were just having a conversation, this is public. Yeah. Because it's more than one person. So yeah. again, I think right. it, it it goes into our cultural ideology on what we think these things are supposed to look like. Now, I believe the scripture, and the scripture says if a brother's tripping, go to him, then take two and three, mm-hmm. then bring but absolutely what does that brother if, if that brother's tripping, what the Bible's talking about is sin. Lecrae has just decided to go a different route in doing music. Okay. That's not sin. Okay. So that's why I lump Shia's thing in with all of that. Because if Lecrae came out and was just like, yo, I'm fornicating, I'm getting high, I'm getting... I'd be like, whoa, Lecrae is talking about sin now. Okay, yeah, and that's and, a different thing. And, and there are artists who have done that, like New Wine. So right. New Wine switched to Wino, and he went real hard. <laughs> right. Real hard. <laughs> Booty shaking this, that, right, whatever. Exactly. Like crazy stuff, you know? And I mean, and then you have... You have other artists who I think could probably earn it a little bit more, although I actually like them and I'm more so in agreement with them, like Hobson, right? Like Hobson was a Christian rapper and Hobson went completely what people would call left. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And he would he would definitely qualify uh, as people would say, oh, he's he's 
probably a pasta or something, but like right. I like Hobson. I'm a Hobson fan. Or Jahaziel you know what I'm out of out of and I don't call, huh? Or Jahaziel out like of Like Jahaziel, right? Yeah, exactly. we, like like I'm I, I'm actually for all of those things. I'm for uh, uh, free thought and growth. And and I always I said in the first time I was on this podcast, I said my faith is my own. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My faith ain't yours, and my faith ain't yours, and your faith ain't mine, and your faith ain't mine, and we can figure our faith to work within who we are. And that's just part of what it means to be a human being. And so, and so I'm not saying we settle. I'm not saying we don't grow. I'm not saying we don't pray. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm just saying the way in which our faith manifests itself. And if we're true to it, it might call us and we might look a certain way to, uh, 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 to, a, to, a, to, to an audience that they're not, like, they're not used to. And so, um, so I, just, I just wanted to, you know, say that. Oh, the, the one thing that I was just going to just bring mention to was just in reference to the, uh, if you have an alt with your brother, like the expectation or, or from what I'm hearing from Shylin's initial response to what uh, Christian hip hop looks like is he disagrees with what it is. So if, if that is the case, then don't put it out on a public platform that you disagree with them. Cause then it's just going to bring more controversy back to you and the, and stir the pot even more. Yeah, because I think what it what it does, and this is why I, you know, like I said, I'll be the the contrarian for this one because what it does, and I, I I'm actually glad all this stuff is popping off. To be honest, I'm glad because what it does is it exposes the 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 fact that when we talk about the word community, we're not really living out exactly what that word means because this is not a this is not an issue specific to Christian rap or Christian music. In particular, this is a Christian issue. This is an issue in the body of Christ. We got superstar preachers. We got superstar artists. We got superstar everything. And it's unfortunate that we're not brothers and sisters. We are producers and consumers. That's the real relationship. We got this notion that we're all just brothers. No, 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 no. We're consumers. And it's unfortunate because we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be consumers. It sounds like you're making a generalization, though, based on the mega church model. Most churches are little dinky, 100, 200, 300 people churches with a, mm-hmm. you know, the el- with a few elders. You know, people visit the sick and do the things that they're supposed to do, not to mention the way Christianity is expressed in other parts of the world. So are we, are, are you, by your statement, superimposing some, you know, some charlatans on the way that the body of Christ operates in general? No, I'm not. I'm not going to superimpose that every you know church or whatever are charlatans. But if we understand, and this is where it frustrates me with Christians because we can see the faultiness in every other system but our own. We can look at the judicial system and realize, man, that joint needs to be just completely revamped. Or the the political system, oh my goodness. Or the financial system, oh my goodness. But we can't look at the way that the religious system is structured and realize this joint needs to be torn down. We can't see, because we're we're blind. We're Mm -hmm. blind to the fact that we've been trying to force square pegs into round holes. uh, what was the uh, the symposium we went to? Oh yeah, um, uh, Rasul. Yeah, the Rasul. Rasul one made a ago. statement at his symposium a few weeks ago. Yeah, and you know I knew that, but he said it real real quick and just kept going. When you know he talked about the um, when the Edict of Milan. For those of you who need to read about it, it's first uh, third century Edict of Milan. Constantine essentially just gives Christianity the 
I got you. you know, State the, religion. The, 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 yeah, the, the wink and the gun. You know, the, he gave him the wink and the gun. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? But what is not realized is that all the, the church then was able to reap all the spoils of war from the Roman Empire. You go out and you destroy a civilization and you take all their resources. We get some of that. You go out and you conquer North Africa or you conquer most of Rome or conquer most of Western Asia. We get to reap all of that. We co-sign pretty much. Once we decided to become the state religion, we co-sign. So all you're that. saying that's basically how in Europe, looking at European history, uh, oh, yeah. one fourth of the land ended up mm-hmm. in the ca- hands of the Catholic Church. Oh, exactly. So now here we are in 21st century America. We want to look at all these different American institutions. We say, yo, judicial's crazy, financial's crazy, you know, uh, po- you know, political's crazy. But yet every time we want to do ministry. We run down to sign up for 501c3. Well, hold on. Are you co-signing all of these? That is America. Mm-hmm. If I want to give, I'm looking for Uncle Sam to give me that kickback on my taxes. You are continuing to co-sign everything that you say is wrong. And so, that's the dinky church as well as the mega church. Exactly. Okay. So, and it, that's why I'm saying it's not any one particular. Exactly. It's not any one cat in particular. It is the is is that is that structure that we won't see and say. Wait a minute, we should probably woosah. You know, we should woosah <laughs> on this joint and hit this a different way. Now, I understand cats don't want to do that because that gets into livelihood. That gets into the golden calf. I'm not. I'm not even going. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. You touching cats' golden calf when you go there. Cats are not willing to go there because that is a different beast. You know you. You touching cats, go, you know, You're golden touching cat. strongholds that have You're been touching in place. Strongholds, yeah. So when you go, when you talk about this thing mm. with Christian rap and you know understanding the the different methodology and are we a community and doing it privately or publicly, those things are fruit. That's fruit from a root issue that we got to deal with with okay. the fact that we're not really the community, quote unquote, that we say we are. If I say like, yo, this is my brother. Mm. No matter how ratchet my brother is, like ratchet, ratchet, capital R ratchet, I'm not putting him on blast. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting my brother on blast. Even after having had these discussions for half a decade and going back and forth. But wait a second. Why shouldn't you be able to say, I want people to see that there's another perspective out there? I can say that without putting my brother on blast. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, see I, that's the thing. I don't have a problem. Them dudes want to preach and be super theological. That's cool. I can do that without putting my brother on blast. So you I just make just general say, statements and say, oh, yeah, there's an artist out there that believes. I mean, you know, everybody knows who you're talking about. No, that is his, that's his responsibility. Mm-hmm. If Lecrae was doing something that was, look, the, the Bible says that we have to give a, a uh, response will be just on every idle word, right? All these actions. So if what Lecrae was doing was legitimate sin, and I don't think it is, so I hope that y'all, for y'all, those of y'all no, who no. are listening, yeah. don't take it that way. But e- but if it was, Lecrae has to be responsible to the judge, capital J for that, right? All I can do is rap to him, say, yo, man, this is what I think. I'm not, I don't think you're going. But you know what? At the end of the day, even if I come back with you with two brothers or three brothers and we really chop it up and ultimately we just disagree because there are disagreements in scripture. You see in Acts, I think it's Acts 14, when Paul and Barnabas decide to part ways. Paul wants to bring John Mark. Barnabas is like, yo, he, he, you know, he carried us when we was being persecuted. But guess what? They parted ways, and after they decided to part ways, they still was able to pray together. They prayed together, blessed each other, and then parted ways. 
that's how you do. That's so it, how it you sounds like what you're. What it sounds like what you're saying is that yeah, there's a disagreement going on, but Shy's response could have been to just keep on doing his lyrical theology exactly. and keep absolutely, it moving, absolutely. and everybody to keep on doing what they do, and you know, and 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 keep moving and have the I, influence that you want to have. So, so um, I do again. I you know um, I do think that it's kind of like um, he wants it both ways. You know, who's he? Shy. Shy wants it both ways. So like. And I mean, you're free to do whatever it is you want on your album. It's your album. You know, your artist, it's your artwork. You can do whatever, you know. Um, so with that, I, I, you know, I can, I can respect that. Uh, but with that said, um, I, 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 I feel like uh, there's a level of he, his conviction, you know, his conviction doesn't stop at him. You know, his, his conviction goes all the way out to like everybody else. In the music, so even like listening to the um, the part where the like the interludes with Paul Washer and Paul Washer like um, talking about like getting his cosign. Like I don't care about his cosign. I don't need. I don't need to. I don't need to be fed back what I grew up on and what I know and what's in me. Like to be fed back to me by. Someone like him. Well, like you're talking Paul about Rock. on the Still Jesus yeah, album yeah. where Paul Washer, what he said at Legacy several years ago, was was mentioned. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, album. Yeah, okay. yeah. like right. I don't need that, but maybe maybe it, it resounded with Shylin, and so he put it on his album. He's free to do whatever he's he wants to do. But what was being said about like making the music your idol and sacrificing your your your, your Sacrifice, like, like getting to the point where you care more about what the music sounds like than um, the content, than the content, than what's being said. You know, like woe unto you, and all this bad stuff is basically going to happen, and you know you're gonna, you know, uh, Elohim's going to take this away from you and take that away from you, which is the illusion. That's what is trying to be said without directly being said, but that's what's being said. And I think that it's a bit, it, 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 it is like fear mongering. Um, I think that no, I I had not seen. Uh, I don't think that. I just think there was a straw man argument, and so the the extremism that was taken uh, toward reach. And mind you, there is other this whole thing about oh Christian hip hop is basically going down in flames, but then there's like you know this small remnant that is still holding on. It's like just because of reach, it's like there's way more, there's way more musicians out here than Reach Records and Lecrae. Like just on, just, I mean, just on the other side of the sandwich is is God over money, which is exactly what he's saying doesn't exist. Because all they ever do is say Jesus in like almost every song. <laughs> like, I mean, do you understand what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. here? Like, it's 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 like I don't a, think, but I, I understand what you're saying. It's just that the I think the the reason that people are looking at Reach is because of of their their influence. Their influence, and, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like we're talking about a random you know crew okay, on so, in the corner that has no influence. Okay, so uh huh. Okay, so again, um, you know, I I just. I think it's a bit much. I really do. I think that I think that some of the things, how it was said, what it was said, because I'm a hip hop guy, and I'm not. I'm, like I said, the whole thing about saying, you know, take this album, play it slow, which is a, a which is a, a 
see, let me. I'll try to explain something. Is for that in the Random not, Thoughts Three? Yeah, song? it is. Okay. RT Three. Yeah, go ahead. Random Thoughts Three. I'll just, I'm just gonna say something that a lot of people may not necessarily. I, I, I'm taking this for granted, but yeah. a lot of people may not notice um, yeah. that rappers borrow. Um, right. It's called. It, it's borrowing, and and borrowing is a way in which to uh, like uh, pay homage to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pay pay homage to uh, a previous artist. Yeah. And so you have to have an ear, and if you understand certain history, then you kind of know where the lyric came from. Otherwise, other it's like a sample almost in a song, right? In a hook, if you don't know where the sample comes from, it still sounds good on its own. But then when you you learn the sample, then you go back. It's like, oh, so that's where that comes from. Oh, that's, that's, that's that was dope. So anyway, um, within uh, Random Thoughts three, he says, you know, take, you know, take the lyrics, take the song, and put to to to, um, Triple E or whoever it was, and play it slow. And that's a direct reference, or it may not be direct, but it's coded. It's a coded reference to Ether. He, I don't think he meant it on purpose. He or he might have. But it 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 just worked so well, so he submitted to like that artist part of him. But then like the lyric right after that, he says something like, "Oh, it's not a beef, or it's not a it's not a diss." Or but it's like, but you just you doubling back after you just made an ether like like a like a subtle ether. It's a subtle ether reference. And what I mean by ether, let me explain. Ether is like the biggest diss record mm-hmm. in human history. <laughs> yeah. Done by uh, Nazir Olu Ben. <laughs> uh, I can't remember his middle, middle name. Um, Nazir Ben Olu Jones or whatever. Olu Nazir Jones. Jones. Nazir Nas. Jones. I'm trying to say his own for, whole for, name. For the layman. So, right, exactly. So uh, what he did um, uh, in response to a diss track um, by a man named Sean Carter. Uh, also <laughs> goes by J.J. Evans, according to Ether. <laughs> Jay-Z. So... Um, he says, you know, um, this, that, eat, eat the, the type of ish that make it burn slow. Burn slow, play slow, burn slow, play slow, burn slow, play. It's right there. The cadence, I mean, if you, know, but this this song is is 17 years old. Eat is 17 years old. So, right. mm-hmm. you know. We're the talking early 2000s. Early, to, I those. mean, literally 2000. The earliest of 2000s. <laughs> thousand, still matter, right? And, and, and so. I mean, this you thing, think it's ironic? It sounds like you think it's ironic that a secular reference <laughs> would be uh, would would be made in a in an artist that speaks against the secularism of see, Christian hip hop. Not, not not just a secular record, not just a secular reference right, that happens all record. the time. Yeah. A diss record, okay, a diss record, and then to say like it's not a beef or a beef. It, 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 you know, he he goes on this um he go, he goes on the uh, Twitter the the, the the Twitter stream, um, and then he writes uh you know it's not a beef. And the beef means this, and then he he goes into define define it right through hood politics. What beef means, right. leads to violence or whatnot. But as far as I know, beef beefs is what's for tend dinner. to have <laughs> beefs tend to have disses to them. This is this is all a part of beef. And for him on record to say, well, well, on Twitter it's not a beef, but then on record say uh, that you dissed us. That's like the first side that he identified that you know because in the lyric in the same song he says. Um, I understand that you want to go about things a certain way, but you know, but do you have to diss the church while you're doing it? Which translates into dissing me or dissing right. us. And um, uh, uh, so that's what I mean by like. But then, but then, but then on the on Twitter and then in the interviews, and it's just kind of like, no, no, it's not a beef. It's not a beef. It's not a beef. It's like 
It'd be one thing, you know. And this like, is why my issue because he he doubles down. Yeah, like 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 or doubles back. Which or are you saying? Are you talking about shy shy's reaction? Right. I mean, all of them. So what, all so, of them. So double what, down. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like we're not even we're not even talking about we're not even talking about um just like uh basic statements or letters that are are written public announcements. We are talking about a song. We talking about a rap song, like we talking about art. Not like the game. About, not the game. Not the game. I mean, we talking, talking about practice. We talking about practice. We we right. Not the game. Not the game. We talking about practice. We talking about a song. We talking about like something that is a a subjective expression of what it is that you are thinking or feel like doing or whatever. But it takes effort. Um, it's 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 not something that is said to be necessarily done biblically like that's the part that kind of frustrates fr- frustrates frustrates me uh, mm-hmm. uh, about it as well is that there's a, a certain secretism that takes place that it's like well because i do this rap or because we made this beat after we prayed like that this thing is just wholly sanctified and how we move and how we went about how we produce this is just straight from straight from the third firmament and it's like but it's hip-hop though yeah, but and at the same time, I you know I think it one thing that people forget is that Shy did not mention, and I'm not just talking about Shy. I'm talking about his camp and and other people who think the way that he thinks don't seem to, or at least they say they don't have a problem with the whole hip hop from the church versus hip hop for the church. It is other things, the peripheral things, right. interviews that certain members of Reach, including Andy Mineo, yes, who apologized, but a variety of other people who have had uh, comments that they've had saying, oh yeah, Christian hip hop is whack, not really mentioning the people who they had seen as who they had been fans of just a few years earlier. No mention of the context that their, that their art comes from a rare mention to previous records so let, you know, you know in addition to that well i just wanted to just wanted to add the, the the other thing is that um and then response to the church as if you know when, when you have an interview with you know with with sway or somebody like that and they might say what's going on with the church and then and then the artist is saying yeah i mean man you know things are are not going too well and we need to do better this so i think that that shy has an issue with the airing of dirty laundry I don't, you know, he, how can you have an issue with the airing of dirty laundry and then air dirty laundry? That's that's my whole I don't I don't have a problem with him having an issue with airing dirty laundry, but don't then do the very thing that Or changing you, your website overnight, you know, so that, at one point 116 and unashamed meant one thing and without any sort of uh, discussion it means something else see, the next day. Well, so hold on, let me give you an example of that. Hold on, let me, let me give you an example of that. We talked about this last week when we talked about the Jay-Z effect, right? Yeah. How a lot of artists, as they got older, changed, right? So we talked about a few artists in particular. You know, I know three that I like, three Christian artists that I like who have completely changed their approach to music. Stephen the Levite, Propaganda, and Show Baraka. They have started to change in terms of, they talk about old man stuff. They don't talk about like, and I think Steven even said it specifically, like, this ain't for youth groups. Like, I'm not going to teeny boppers with this. 
they talking about, which is why I still rock with them and I don't rock with a lot of other Christian rappers because these dudes are like, we're older men, we're going to talk about old men stuff, right? I'm not talking about beating the streets for Jesus because I don't do that. I got three kids and a wife and two jobs. Like, I'm doing different things. I'm talking to cats at work. I'm discipling people in my home. I'm not out on the street corner with a bullhorn. So they changed their perspective to doing music, right? They, I mean, it's different. If you listen to old propaganda or old show Baraka, it don't sound like 2017 propaganda, or pro, 2016, I guess. Stephen the Levite, he lived, released his album last year. It sounds different. And I think that that's okay. Like the, 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 the issue of changing the way you do your music, unless it is specifically tied to sin, that's the problem I have. If it is a specific sin issue, if these cats were coming out and really, you know, perpetuating sinful behavior, fornication and whatever, blasphemy, whatever. I mean, like just straight up sin. Everything that Shylin is doing, I would 100% agree because I'm like, yo, these dudes are out here just talking about all types of debauchery <laughs> to use a King James word. But that's not the case. Like it's not sin. So that's why it's like, dude, they've just changed how they want to do music. They've changed their website. Yeah, do I agree? No, but that's their prerogative. Like, that's why, that's where I cannot bring the two together because it's not a sin issue. It's not an issue of, you know, and th there was even an, an article written this week, you know, talking about how, oh, Lecrae has fallen away from the faith. You don't know that. You yeah, don't know if he's yeah. fallen away from the faith. What you do know, because again, we don't judge the individual, we judge the situation and circumstance. What I do know from the situation and the circumstances, he's changed though his approach to music. He doesn't want to be identified as a gospel rapper or a Christian rapper, whatever. And he wants to just do regular music. That's what I know. That's what I can judge because that is the situation at hand. Anything beyond that, is assumption, speculation, and it adds and it lends itself to more confusion. And that's where we are. It's confusion now. Because you can all, you can come back, and this is why I think like that tweet from Hazakim is like, yeah, I talked with Ruslan and it's all good. You know, that's bogus, man. You've already thrown a hand grenade out there. So I throw a hand grenade out, blow your house up. Oh, yeah, I talked to, it's all good. But my house is blown up. You've already thrown the hand grenade out there. What What are you telling me now? You, you telling me, oh, it slipped out my hand? Dude, you have already blown it up. You So you having a conversation with Ruslan now and it's all smile emojis. Yo, keep that, keep that. You should have had that conversation with the smile emojis before you decided to throw hand grenades to blow things up. That's why I know this ain't no real community. Now, we can get there. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying that the things are not there to develop this, but we have bad characteristics because we have decided to remain under a faulty structure. That's the bottom line. So, I don't, you know, I don't know. I want to, I also want to do a, a, a retractment and, and which kind of leans into something that you had said earlier. A retractment. About oh, retractment man. from a, a, a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, and you just had brought it up, which reminded me. And you said that what Shy was complaining about is about the disassociation uh, of uh, Christian hip hop uh, and not honoring the past and the homage and all that. And I remember I had said that last time. And I said, oh, well, you know, no connection to the cross movement or true life. And I actually, I, I, I want to take that back because one of the things that I forgot is that his DJ was DJ official. 
Right. Yeah. And which is a direct tie to the cross movement. Well, he was on that label. member yeah. of the cross movement. And he was his DJ until he got sick and he died. Right. So I didn't know. I, I, I clearly didn't know what I'm. H E double hockey sticks. I understand what I'm saying, and I'm and I and I go on an entire tirade based off of incorrect premise, which is what a lot of us are doing right now, and and that's the first thing that I want to say. So I want to apologize about that. The second thing that I want to I I would like to point out is that um, uh, what Lecrae from 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 uh, uh, watching some of his interviews and hearing the words coming directly out of his mouth and not necessarily third party interpretations like that blog post. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, is uh, that from what I can see, he's he's doing the work. He's doing the work of what it means to to grow in faith uh, as a son of God, and he's also uh, he's 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 doing the work of being uh, of shining his light and his platform to people that are less fortunate and without, such as um, uh, partnering with St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Right. And, Good stuff. And 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 with all of this stuff happening. Uh, esoterically, which is a very good word, which is basically deep, 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 deep down, like in this ocean. Like I went to his Twitter account, I don't see really no mention. I don't see any mention of any of this right. shenanigans that are going on. <laughs> He's living his life, and um, I actually ha- got convicted myself and felt like, like, man, I'm here arguing over. Whether or not he should be, you know, whether or not his site should have this word or that word on it. Like, we're creating tons of content, writing blog articles, arguing over Twitter, putting out songs over this stuff that is ultimately, I believe, to be futile. And um, so, 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 but we feel like we have a point. Again, we have a point. We one finger pointing at someone and four fingers pointing back to ourselves. And I just, I personally don't really want to participate. Um, in uh, actually, it's only three fingers that point back. Three fingers. He's talking about the thumb. thumb. I'm just yeah, kidding. The thumb, you know, yeah. the thumb kind of goes kind of points to your foot, sort of. But you, <laughs> you get, you get what I'm saying, I got you. right? I got right? You. I got you. Yeah. I got you, man. Is that is that I? I just, you know, I'm I'm kind of over it. I, right. I, you know, gotcha. like Lecrae just looking at his life. Looking at the example that he put forth, when I look at him, I don't really, you know, like all I see is motivation for me to be a better person. So, you know, so that's all I got to say about that. Thank you. Wow. Well, we uh, we went a little long today. So this, I don't know if this is gonna be a, a two disc. I don't know if it's going to be a, a, another double CD or not. But as you guys can see, we're very passionate about particularly the things of God. So we thank you guys for rocking with us. And, you know, as I always end every podcast, you know, that um, as you found out from this particular show, God is going to be in the mix <laughs> sometimes too much, <laughs> sometimes too much in the mix. But we're never going to put God to the margins. We're always going to keep him in the mix. And when we can, we're going to keep it mature and, uh, you know, keep it up up on up and up keep it in the light so for avery eve man ragu we just want to thank y'all for listening to us again and this is aj saying we will catch y'all next time for my people's one time Let's get started, I won't cheat you Let me set apart who is my people The ones who set in their heart to be believers Press on to the mark to follow Jesus When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving Don't follow their feelings that are beaten